0: All right, welcome back to another episode of the Black Bullion Show for goldandsilvertoday.com. Now, we often talk about the state of the global economy by looking at copper prices, usually via the stress ratio, comparing it with gold. But I want to expand this a bit today because we just got J.P. Morgan's Global Composite PMI for services. Now, for those of you who may not know, services makes up for 65% of the global economy. And I also want to take a look at another commodity that influences supply chain costs as well. But before we get into all this, if you're new to this channel, please hit that big red subscribe button right down below. Also please hit the like button helps to get this economic evangelism right on out there to the masses to bring more people into precious metals. Okay. So, I think that uh, you know we hit an inflection point of sorts in September. We got the services data from the US and while analysts were speaking positively, uh, the IHS number still went down from August. But the US is just one country in the whole world. How did the rest of the world do? Well according to JP Morgan, global economic growth slows but remain solid in September. And this is pretty much the sentiment across the board regarding uh, the month of September, but let's dig into the details here. I'm just going to scroll down a bit to the summary, and we're just going to go over the summary, the JP Morgan global services, business activity index posted 51.6 in September, remaining close to August's seven month high of 52. Uh, Companies reported that output was boosted by improved inflows of new business, even after considering a further solid decrease in new export orders. Uh, Employment and backlogs of work both rose for the second successive month. Business sentiment remained positive. Among the largest national service economies covered by the survey, output growth was registered in the U.S., Germany, and the U.K., Japan saw activity fall for the 8th consecutive month. Later, uh, release dates meant September data for China and India were not available at the time of publication. Okay, so, um, you know, let's see how this sentiment of slow growth, but still economic activity, is reflected with the um, crude oil, WTI uh, crude oil here. Now, uh since June, we've pretty much been sitting pretty at like around like 40 um, dollars, sometimes above, sometimes below 40, uh but relatively 40 since about um you know June, June or so, June ish. But then take a look at this gap over here. It's just this huge drop after September began. And basically uh what you see here is that oil fell a bit And bounced back up um, to close out September Uh, but it fell in the first half of September so generally oil you know uh, you know didn't perform as well as it did in August you know it was just kind of so-so so so that's pretty interesting when you consider you know a slowdown in this um, you know huge growth uh, after um, yeah pretty much after April because prices sunk really really low during that time. Now let's take a look at metals to see how it's also supported this. Um, as we know, copper prices are watched as an indicator for global economic recovery. Uh, looks like we hit an apex over here, hit an apex here uh, in the middle of September and started falling a bit afterwards. So to me, if I were a betting man, you know, I'd say. You know, to not sound the panic alarms just yet about the economy or the global economy, but I definitely wouldn't be out there saying the global economy is recovering. Things are looking a bit shaky at the moment. And if things continue to move to the downside even more, us gold and silver stackers will be happy campers. So in general, like I said, we hit an inflection point in September, it seems now it's just a matter of how october will perform and november and basically i'm curious to see how the whole q4 closes out but all right guys thanks again for watching please hit the like button please subscribe if you're new it's black bullion for gold and silver today